right there, Endless and Crazy Mike on CCB off the back of Pigs Want Me Dead by Horror. Shouts out to the person on the text line saying Pigs Want Me Dead, awesome song. My sentiments also. And what else did you hear? Just those two, I believe. If you want to follow up with the track list, you can keep up to date at fbiradio.com slash programs. And while you're there, get yourself hyped, get yourself excited because... It is movies, movies, movies. Mm. Welcome to movies, movies, movies. Hello, Jen. Hello, hello. And we've also got Gloria Bosse, film lord, actor, night a dropper, and housemate at Bucknell. Hell Good yeah. We Andre are... is away in Canberra. We are missing you, Andre, if you're listening. Missing you dearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, last week, just before we get stuck into everything, Jen, you and Andre mentioned you've shaken up the, the form of the show. So let's do a quick recap. It's movie news. we got... Regular reviews and then spotlight. Two tales, I believe. Two takes. Two takes. Two takes. We're waiting on, you know, some amazing sound engineers to come through, some voice talent. It's just, um, it's been a bit of a process, especially during COVID, COVID collabs, but um, we will be back with all of our stings as soon as possible. I'm sorry that we've been a bit of a WIP this year. But that's okay. That's Right. We're all transitioning. We're all on that scary train to the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. But we've got a big show this week. We've got a really big show. We've got Victoria Singh Thompson, whose short film got into myth. Hey. And she also has some tea on the Fat Salmon drama that is still <gasps> playing out. Um, we've got a bunch of juicy news and we'll be reviewing... Uh, Gloria, what are you reviewing? I'm reviewing King of Staten Island. I'm Ooh. reviewing uh, Monos, which I walked out of in the Sydney Film Festival last year and then revisited. <laughs> Man, it's always red hot on mornings, on mornings, on movies, movies, movies. We're going to whip into some movie news. For sure. Yeah. Let's whip into it. All right. Take it away. So this was news to me. We decided to go to the cinema again. Hadn't been, obviously, in months. Mm-hmm. And found out that Dendi is owned by Mel Gibson. Text him if you knew this. I didn't know this. What? But if you go to a at the moment, you after walking down these really empty hallways of like the widest film posters you have ever seen. Mel Gibson celebrates their 80th birthday by this little Zoom call in and asks you to nibble on something if you've got it and have a blast. Nibble on something if you've got it, Mel Gibson. <laughs> anyway, so Dendi's owned by Mel Gibson. There's just a PSA on that. Yeah, and across the lake are we across the lake in bollywood are we calling it the lake (laughs) the entire indian ocean (laughs) that's it uh three generations of bollywood dynasty have tested positive to COVID 19. Mm. um world's highest paid actors amit bashan his son his uh, son's wife and their daughter have been hospitalized for treatment so that's making the bakshan family the highest profile patients of the pandemic in india and um uh, Amit Bakshan, he's, I think he's ranked sixth, sixth highest paid actor, and that's... Uh, in the whole world. In the whole world, and that's before Mel Gibson. I think Mel Gibson's seventh. Oh, 
eat that meal. Um, Perspective. That's really sad. Just, and just like we were just getting so into AR Rama again. He's got some new music Ooh. out that you should definitely check out. We should have played that on the show together. We can we can request it later. Jonathan Glazer has a new short film. Jonathan Glazer, absolute film king, um, has teamed up with Monos composer Micah Levy for this. I guess it's like a 10 minute short film called Strasbourg 1518, which is about a dancing pandemic that happened in 1518 where all these people just started dying because they couldn't stop dancing and no one could explain it. Um, So they've teamed up with the world's best contemporary dancers to make this um, resourceful internet collaboration. I'm really excited to see it. I'm really excited to someone make some like good COVID art, you know? (laughs) Yes. and also, Penny Smallercombe has come out swinging. I don't know if anyone's been even listening to the show week in, week out, but there's been this kind of like ongoing reckoning with the industry and its treatment of POCs in these kind of like white spaces. And she said there's going to be a huge shift in terms of how people recruit and mentor to get greater diversity at top levels, which will then encourage and open the doors of people of color to come through. And she added that like, otherwise we're just recycling old talent. And she doubled down on something that we definitely reported on, which was that she didn't want to watch Rove McManus doing life drawing live on SBS. <laughs> oh, man. So quick recapping. Penny Smallcomb <laughs> is at SBS. Penny Smallcomb is the head of the Indigenous unit at Screen Australia. I should oh. like that right up. She's amazing. She's been on, been on the show. And, um, yeah, I, I think, anyway. Well, shout out to Penny for shout saying out. something. Shout <laughs> Seriously, uh, when the rest are all just being bullies. Anyway. Yeah, rude. Um, that is so much movie news. I cannot believe each section of it. More so that Mel Gibson owns Dendi. What the hell? I don't know. So weird. Is this a scoop? I mean, he runs Icon. Um, I, 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 I don't really have anything to add. All I know is I worked on, I, I got to do a camera attachment on Hacksaw Ridge, that film he did uh, where they like exploded mm. a hill. And I did see him eat a steak with his hands while he was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I also saw him fall on his ass. So that was fun. Oh no. Well, on that, we're going to jump into a track before we come back with two takes. This one right here, the Almeda, Almeda edit by Jassic. Excellent Sydney producer. You should check him out if you've not, or just keep listening to this song right here. All right, that one right there, Jassic with Almeida. William and Young absolutely loving movies, 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 and loving Solange's Almeida. This remix is so good, he says. Never thought I'd one day vote for Beyonce's sister over Beyonce, but he did. Ah! And William and Young is also a big Jonathan Glazer fan. Huge. So here for that. Two things I can say to you is the um, Black is King trailer is out, and also Monos, which I'm about to review, has the same composer as Under the Skin. So stay tuned, William from Young. How insane does the um, Black is King trailer look? It's really insane. Have you been to the comments, though? It is a mess. Oh. Anyway. We'll keep that for uh, movies, movies, movies to come. We have a little snippet of the film that Gloria is reviewing, The King of Staten Island. This is the, um, the movie with Pete Davidson. That's right. All right. Let's hear a little, little short piece of it. 
you make everyone around you feel crazy. People are normal, then they hang out with you, and then they're fucking Jack Nicholson in The Shining or something. I gotta tell my mom you tried to drown me. To the fuck around pool, you're like fucking eight feet tall. Now let me tell you something, your dad was a hero. And heroes are necessary. And they should be allowed to have families. All right, Gloria, I'm interested to hear your take on this because I've been reading about this over the weekend. Yeah, well, it's mid-year, mid-COVID, and my favourite seat used to be middle in the middle of the cinema, but now I sit front right, front row to the right. Uh, The former Miss Ariana Grande is glowing up from breakups to breakout roles. Pete Davidson is starring in his semi-biographical film, King Staten Island, the storyline is essentially a comicless Davidson still with a dead dad and a mother who's a nurse. The movie could have been a Hamlet's Revenge or an Oedipus Complex, but it just was a whole lot of character troops and cliches. And you can only feel so much for a suicidal man-child who wants to rail cones all day. The standard on stereotypes were funnier than the punchlines. The attitude, the accent, fashion throwbacks, working-class sensibilities, and everybody knows somebody who has a brother named Jimmy. It lacked chemistry for me, which I'm ashamed to say because I love Apatow films. Mm. But for what it's worth, it's a glorified SNL skit or a good day at the comedy club. (laughs) What is a good day? I don't know. It's not a bad day at the comedy club, but it's a good, like, yeah. The comedy club, the the comedy comedy club, club. raw comedy. I don't know about this one. It was was so sad because I was so excited to go back to the movies. I was like... Yes, and I dragged you and Andre there. It was like, we're going to go see this. Like, I don't know why we chose King of Staten Island as our first like, time back <laughs> in the cinema, but it was the opposite of therapy. It made me so depressed leaving. Oh. Anyway. Oh, oh. I mean, no rip oh. on Pete Davidson, but I guess, like, shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, he's cute. He's a cutie, but the film just kind of let him down. It's like... Judd Apatow should just only work with women. I don't understand. Like, girls, look, honestly... Girls can teach us a lot right now, both the discourse around it and the show itself. Um, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Text you. Um, and Monos. <laughs> well, um, on that, do you want to hear a little piece of Monos first? Yeah, let's come on. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. A lot of noise. <laughs> Apocalypto, honey. When I first saw Monos in the theatre last year, the Sydney Film Festival, I did not know how lucky I was. I walked out. I couldn't be bothered with Climax in the Andes after the Nightingale and High Life got screaming Karen walkouts. And this movie was getting like a silent 2,000-person rusty trombone. And I think, honestly, looking back, it was less accomplice behaviour and more just being exhausted of 2019 Endgame-era extremist war dramas shot in like Alexis Cinema Scope. And in contrast, Akasha just felt way more fresh. But this year, after cinemas closed and the culture shifted lazily to Disney Plus and Cope, getting drunk and watching Monos was like being dragged through mud tied, mud tied to a rope from a helicopter. And I loved it. Monos is true survival porn. Like if Ellen Klimov directed an episode of Naked and Afraid and Michael Levy's score ramps up constantly. Like when you have a car window open and the infrasound pounds a migraine into your head which you can get rid of, by the way, by opening the car windows diagonally. I don't know why no one told my dad that. I was so manic 
when I left that I found this like tiny baby born with my friend who went with me and we socket it past the pandemic pub, pub crawlers on King Street, like all the way past <laughs> the line at Italian Bowl, which was getting fined. Um, and anyway, all I have to say is stream in a smile by Texas and watch Bender Light Beckham after you see Monos. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds visceral. It's visceral. That's the word I didn't want to use, but you know what I mean? I'm yeah, yeah. Big love as um, well to William and Young, who is just absolutely loving today's show and says Michael Levy does the best scores. Uh, reckons we should check out Love. Love. Check out Love. It is such a beautiful song from Under the Skin. Also check out the Jackie soundtrack. Also check out Strasbourg 1518 when it comes out tomorrow. Mm. All right. Well, there you go. <sighs> we got two takes. Up next, a spotlight with a very special interview. Give us a little teaser, Jen. So we interviewed Afters alumni and Myth acceptance. I, what's the word? Acceptance, a short filmmaker. A short film player maker. Player maker, Victoria Singh Thompson. Hey. Who has made her short film, Don't Forget to Go Home, from crowdfunding. She came on the show last year. She talked about her in, inspo, which was Gaspar Noway. And um, she's gone through the trauma of being friends with Fat Salmon. And she kind of lays it on the line, what it means to make a film now, who her influences are and what that means and um, what her experience has been in well, this year. there you go. Get hype. I'm going to go to a little bit of big skis first before we come back to this interview, which might be a bit red hot. There's a language warning on this track, which is also red hot. So consider yourself warned. It's called No Way. Right there, Big Skis with No Way on FBI. We are on Movies, Movies, Movies. We've just gone through movie news and two takes, and now we have a little spotlight, which is recapping for you. Jen sat down with Victoria Singh Thompson in the Camperdown Cemetery to talk about her film Don't Forget to Go Home, which has been accepted to the Melbourne International Film Festival. She was dating one of the co-founders of Fat Salmon, the production company that has been involved in drama ever since it decided to remove a scene from Eliza Scanlon's award-winning short film Mukbang, which is seen a lot of contention right here on Movies, Movies, Movies. Um, And what has followed has been a doubling down of institutions defending themselves and commentators burning bridges. So Victoria is going to weigh in right here on Movies, Movies, Movies. If I can grab this little short thing. Let's go. Victoria Singh. Hi, this is Victoria Sin Thompson and I'm the director of the short film Don't Forget to Go Home, which will be playing at this year's Smith International Film Festival and this is Movies, Movies, Movies. Don't Forget to Go Home, and this might be a read, is about people in transient spaces, liminal spaces, but white spaces, essentially. Would, yeah. you call the, would you call the club that? Yeah, no, like, definitely, and it's something I only realised towards the post-production period of the film, where I sort of saw that this was about a character, these two sisters who have been really isolated in these white spaces, especially, like, the inner west 
like a lot of the techno wave scene is like that and that's something I've experienced a lot and so just like those themes came out more and it was helped me work through a lot as well for me that's what being on a dance floor feels like it's when you just truly are able to connect to the core of who you are despite all the trauma and all the shit I think so many generations have found partying so empowering for that reason the composer fabrics is someone who i've seen at parties play and his original music is so beautiful and then i have two tracks in the film the first one is a big edm summer anthem song called shiva by kshmr it's meant to be funny and then the last song is by jasik who is a australian indian diaspora artist and his track birth is just amazing and like combines the traditional and the contemporary which is like what don't forget to go home tries to do you're very close with the fat salmon team how has that been for you over the last month or so and what have your conversations been it was so interesting to watch a conversation about race happening in the industry get turned into fuel for the culture wars. In the space of three days, Andrew Bolt write a column about it. it was really eye-opening to like where we are with the race conversation in Australia, which is being totally squashed by white institutions and gets turned into this other thing where we can't talk about the fact that all police are bastards and that we should abolish the police system and we should be working towards undoing this colonial system in this country we call Australia which is on stolen land like those are the actual things we want to talk about we can do all of it we can talk about representation we can talk about the police we can do all of it and i am so thankful and inspired by more blessing Peltan and Michelle Law for what they did that it suddenly kind of empowered me to speak up in spaces I wouldn't normally have felt comfortable speaking up regardless of what the media and institutions did afterwards I, I like feel like it's lit something that like isn't going to go out it's not all going to be for nothing I've been seeing so many memes recently that say listen to what your girlfriend's opinion of Gaspar Noé is what is your opinion of Gaspar Noé <laughs> that's funny um I mean like his film technique is off the chain I've never seen the way he uses the fucking camera and it just like Climax is one of my favorite films but holy shit he's a white supremacist I just want to see other people do that shit. I mean, it's so cliche, but like, you know, pick up the camo and start shooting, but it's like literally. And I feel like with the arts, we are the closest to being able to make those changes. And that's why the government hates us so much and wants to defund it because we have ability to change the status quo and criticize those in power, and it starts by that final draft document and the way you say a man walks in and does this. That shit is powerful. If you're not up for that, don't do it. Powerful, powerful interview right there with Victoria Singh Thompson on Movies, Movies, Movies. She is fierce. She is fierce. Thank you so much for coming on, Victoria, if you're listening. Um, Yeah. I think that's a wrap for today. 
wrap for today a big show thank you so much for coming on gloria thank you guys for having me big love to victoria to gloria my god it's the morning <laughs> i'm so sorry Gloria. <laughs> thank you so much Gloria, for coming in um you can listen back to movies 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 at fbiradio.com slash programs or wherever you grab your podcasts from, they're coming in at you there. All you got to do is look up FBI Radio and you will see movies, movies, movies right there. Gloria, Jen, you're both angels. Thank you so much for this morning. I'll see you, Jen, next week, hopefully with Andre. Happy birthday, my... Uh... I'll Happy stop. Happy birthday! <laughs> Put me on um... blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully Andre comes. Hopefully, I, Andre's boycotting the show because of the stings. That's the real truth. Oh, oh, you got some movies, movies, movies in a turmoil right here. Love you both. Thank you both. We are going to slowly move into a little bit of Phoebe Bridges with Halloween right here on FBI. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.